honestly, I don't know how useful or practical this fact is, but fuck it, it was interesting. So here goes. Horses, quote-unquote, wink wherever they have vaginas when they are horny. Yeah, it's very pointless, but, well, needed a way to start the podcast, so let's hit it. One end of the week, one new episode, and, of course, Twitter will always be running. This is Tweet Street on your number one break time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is Sir Denver B. Tweet Street is a show where I take a deep dive into Twitter, I pull up a couple of tweets here and there that might stir up a bit of talk, and I bring them to the limelight. So, as usual, a couple of tweets, but uh, before I get into that, for those of you all that haven't kept up with break time on Westside since the absolute beginning, for those of you all that have just joined in over this third season run that we've been going on, normally there's a break. After every 12 episodes, we sort of take a bit of a break for about a month, roughly about four to six weeks, whereby we do things a little bit different. I don't necessarily have to go offline completely, but there'll still be some shit happening. I have been working on a simple project with Sam, aka Njuguna Macau, on Twitter, and it's in the works, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, even though I will be going on a break there will still be content for you guys anyways now that i've already said that i think it's about time we go into some of these tweets because woo, i am i'm about to start a hornet's nest with uh with one of these tweets and yes just like the title said i am going to well exactly like it said now let me just start this one off with something a little bit simple a lot of guys have sex just to tell other men that they had sex I don't know how to put this in in a better context, but uh, yes, that's true. That's actually true. And at some point, I will be discussing it in the future because it is something that I think sort of deserves its own episode in a sense. But I don't know. Like it's it's sort of a part of toxic masculinity to some level. It's part of the reason toxic masculinity exists. And to be quite honest, it is one of those things that I think needs to be addressed more often than not. So here's one of the biggest issues with guys and just about being a guy. Now, guys have ego. Everyone has ego, really. But guys have a lot of ego and that ego is very... It's based upon a lot of what some people might call vain things. It's based on a lot of talk, it's based on reputation, your name, the kind of brand that you have based on the things that people believe that you do and some of the things that you actually do. Now, it is part of the reason why some guys will choose not to date a certain girl because they think the boys will talk about how she's not that good looking, much as you might like her. It is part of the reason why a lot of gay guys can't come out to their own friends. They will stay closeted for an extended period of time. And it is part of the reason why guys just can't open up to each other to a pretty good extent. Because when it comes down to it, men are almost always competing amongst each other. And if it's not competing in FIFA, guys will almost always be trying to one-up each other when it comes to the babes, when it comes to just about most regular boyish maleish things and it does bring forth a very serious problem because 
how is it that men get to open up about their failures if all they try to focus on are the successes that they can tell people and the highlights it is part of the reason why a guy won't come and say well you know i'm having a problem picking up this girl and i need backup or i don't know how to hit on girls and i need help my past few experiences have been quite shit and to be quite honest to be quite honest we do need to discuss some of these things because how else can we better each other as a group of male friends if we don't sit down and talk about some of this shit but anyways i've sort of deviated from the main topic but here's how it is now guys will have a lot of sex because nowadays it's the playboy personality it's the player it's the fuck boy that's been getting a lot of of publicity because if you're not smashing a bunch of girls here and there it's like you're not doing enough especially if you're on like a certain celebrity level now dj khalid was recently on instagram live and when he gave the chance to some lady to sort of listen to her or to sort of converse with a fan quote unquote shorty pretty much goes on ig live she starts twerking with like her bikini and shit pouring milk and everything and fine we get it tory lane's done done something about that tory lane's has has brought in quite a bit of that into popularity we will have this whole fight of between tory lane's and and little boozy who brought the whole quarantine radio thing and who's responsible for it in a bit but dj kali didn't even want none of that like mans was like nah 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 stop it i'm i'm a faithful man like i've got a family and shit and it was this huge win for a lot of guys but guys sort of laughed at the whole situation or they didn't fully recognize how big of a win this is for faithful people and you know just being faithful in the current society that we have today because guys are always being portrayed as cheats and being the playboy has always been looked at as this sort of ideal figure where you have a lot of women coming for you as opposed to you choosing to stick to one person or or sticking to one partner and because of that you'll find that there's guys that will cheat because the homies have been sliding them a bunch of babes here and there yet they probably want to stick with one you might find that because the homies are cheaters they might influence him to cheat i'm not saying that this is something that they do directly and they force the man to go and have sex with a babe but because some guys are just all about seeking validation from the boys they're all about trying to get this how would i call it validation and respect yeah they're all about getting this respect from the boys they'll go and they'll try and sleep with a bunch of different girls yet they might not even enjoy it so to be quite honest i think this whole thing of pleasing the boys it's not it's not really worth it and if you are to seek validation it should be just for yourself you're not supposed to validate yourself to anyone just the same way you're not supposed to compare yourself to anyone you are a special person you're a unique person if you're a playboy you can remain a playboy if you are the type to be faithful if you are the type not to cheat or fuck around then good for you you do you and stop giving a shit about what it is that the boys say about getting yourself a side piece or some shit now onto the whole boozy versus story sort of fight i know it wasn't much on twitter as it was on ig because lil boozy was coming out with this whole thing of oh he's the one that started the whole twerking on instagram live type of life he's been getting women to do that and it's not tory lanes and people were kind of going back and forth between who did it first who's responsible for the whole quarantine radio 
model plan of you know getting women to twerk and in a sense i think they're both to blame or at least they're both responsible now that blame seems like a bad way to look at it because Lil Boozy has had women do all sorts of obscene things on Instagram live for a bit of a while and in a sense you can say that yes quarantine radio the whole idea of quarantine radio and what it's about it may not have directly come from an inspiration of Lil Boosey, but Lil Boosey did it first. I will say he did it first, but Tory Lanez popularized it because a bunch of other people did it. Uh, there's a guy in the UK who did it. I forgot his name. I know here in Kenya, there was the guy called Xtiandela. He brought it out and he was even giving money. He's been giving money for a bit of a while over it. And people are looking at it like it's a new thing, but it's not. It's just that Tory Lanez went took something that was pretty okay, it was pretty good, and he popularized it. Now, popularizing and starting something are two very different things, and I think that both need to be respected in their own right. But what they have done collectively is influence the idea of, of not having to go to the strip club, but having the strip club come to you, which in and of itself is a really, really interesting thing. It's good for some people, it's bad for others, but considering that it's of your own personal choice to to view such, then I think it's good for the overall public that actually like it. Now, on to the next one. Ooh, my word. Uh, I'll try and brush through these ones a bit quickly. This one was a particularly interesting tweet because it just hit me in the wrong way. So it goes like this. Divorce is failure. Failure to vet for the right partner and failure to make the situation work. It's giving up on the person you said you'd spend your life with and a betrayal of the oath you made. It says you lack the integrity and girl to overcome difficulties and differences. And I continue with this thread because it continues. If you are too too foolish or too rash to properly vet your partner, don't get married to begin with. If you view divorce as an acceptable option in marriage, don't get married to begin with. You are too feeble and dishonorable to make a lifelong commitment, so don't make one. I don't care for your excuses. He's abusive. Why are you marrying an abuser then, idiot? Are you meant to really believe that he was a nice guy for years on end, then as soon as you got married he became the devil? It's a garbage excuse. Women in the West are rarely abused. Marriages rarely end due to abuse in the West in 2020. Most men are simps who don't even properly discipline their women, let alone abuse them. You divorce because you're arrogant, entitled, undisciplined, and think you quote-unquote deserve better. It's nothing but pure foolishness. Celebrating a failure and reframing it as freedom is a cop-out and a cope. Fact is, you either chose the wrong person, couldn't be asked to make effort anymore, or both. What part of till death do us part do you not understand? Don't make commitments you can't keep. Alright, I will stop there because this guy went on and on and on and on. And I don't want to make this entire podcast about him. But let me put it like this. As bad as this tweet is, I will admit one thing. There is a bit of truth there. A lot of people, like I said in the previous Battle of the Sexes from this same week... A lot of people are now getting married just because it's a societal step. It's like a cultural stage that you have to go past. And the thing is, it's not a must, especially in today's day and age. If you're in a more free world, if you're in a more individualistic society, it's not a must for you to get married. 
and because people have the option of divorce it's becoming for some people a money minting place and for others a way to sort of just get what it is that you'd want and then leave because you find that for some women they will go get married to fairly old rich men go divorce them take some of their belongings or wait for them to die and inherit the rest this isn't a new thing it's happened for decades for other people it's this whole money minting project which is why the prenup is becoming a more and more attractive thing to get in today's day and age some people would argue against it but well I'd rather secure my money and not have to give you as much of my money and or assets and resources. But at the same time, we have to admit that it's harder to judge people now. Fine, yes, we have more of social media, we have more of of finding out people's information and doing investigation and finding out from people about someone, but there's only so much you can get to find out about a person, especially if they're trying to portray the person that you'd want them to be and it's become such a huge problem for a lot of people so the way i see it honestly divorce being an option isn't the best thing but it's necessary especially for the way people tend to be two-faced right now also on top of that always consider prenup if you think that your money might be taken if you're not entirely sure of the person or if the person is abusive then please do not get married leave the relationship as fast as possible you do not have to tough it out before you get married but after you get married that's when the circumstances can change because sometimes there could be kids involved anyways i will leave that one aside because i think i've spoken about marriage a little bit too much for the past i don't know month on to this next tweet and before i get to it because this actually relates to the tweet i have a problem with beyonce fans i have a big problem with a beehive because there's this thing of Beyonce is like a goddess of theirs or some shit. They worship her so damn much and don't admit that sometimes she can be at fault. There's obviously shit that's better than her and they just continue to praise her. And they are probably part of the reason why, if not the biggest reason, for cancel culture. Now, let me get to, to the tweet that I particularly handpicked. So the tweet says, it's unethical for me to fight an animal. Bitches to be precise, but listen, CB, aka Chris Brown, is legendary, but don't you ever compare him to the queen who's been running the game since 1997. Yes, you're a bitch cause dogs like sniffing and eating each other's asses. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this tweet is, if y'all remember about two episodes ago, I was talking about a guy who was being clowned for having his ass eaten. Now, Mans went on Twitter and decided to pick a fight with a beehive, in a sense. So he posts up three pictures and he's like, hear me the fuck out. Chris Brown is better than Beyonce. And my word, there are people that actually love Chris Brown. Now, a lot of people will talk about, you know, Beyonce, Beyonce, the beehive, this, the beehive, that. I will give you my opinion in a bit. But this shorty went all out because when you're going to attack someone for past mistakes, stuff that can and can't be confirmed, and you're being as petty as going and, and calling this guy a bitch because of sniffing and eating each other's asses, all because of something that's entirely based off of opinion. When you think about it, it's not exactly something that's warranted. Sometimes you can just say, you know, that's my opinion and that's it. And that's, I think, one of the biggest problems with Twitter and cyberbullying. Because it's like, you're entitled to have an opinion, just not an opinion that opposes mine. And I'm usually okay with just watching this happen and letting it go. But 
I think the beehive to some level need to be stopped because they're some of the most annoying and entitled fuckers I have ever met. And yes, I'm calling them fuckers because sometimes they need to be called that. And I've probably always wanted to pick a fight with a beehive because I feel as though it's just not nice the way they do things. They are part of the reason cancel culture exists. Simple example is Carrie Hilton. She's probably the most prominent example because there are many others. And it's part of the reason why a lot of people will say, don't ever pick a fight with a beehive, blah, blah, blah. So honestly, the way I see it, the beehive is is a huge problem. And these people will always come out to say Beyonce is better. But I think if we just respect each other's opinion, then the beehive would probably admit that it's not like she's all that. Because factually speaking, Chris Brown has seemed like the most multi-talented out of the two of them because man can sing amazingly man can dance like this guy is like natural born and shit man can rap and he can rap mad good i'm not saying beyonce can't do any of that but chris brown is like all the way turned up to 11 on all of those three and it's not like that's the only thing that he can do man's is good with graffiti and shit and when you sort of follow this story on twitter for anyone who found it at least the story was even going all the way to the beehive attacking the fact that chris brown has been stated as a sexual harasser in a sense or has been stated as someone who beats women blah 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 and the thing is if you all actually do your research and you listen to the chris brown documentary about the whole ordeal that happened between him and rihanna because most of these accusations came from there it's it's actually understandable what chris brown did hell if i'm driving a lambo and you're busy torturing me with beatings and scratches and shit hell I won't just punch you. I might even just open the door and push your ass outside. So yeah, that's it. I've said it. I honestly feel like Chris Brown as a talented musician is probably better than Beyonce. But Beyonce is better at creating a brand. I'm gonna slide through the middle over there. Probably because my podcast hasn't grown as much and the beehive might not attack me as vigorously. But is Beyonce an amazing human being? Yes, she could be. She's a very talented singer and she's done quite a lot, especially for feminism, which I tend to attack. But yeah, that's that. Now, I need to move on to the next and final tweet before we close this off. But anyways, next tweet. After you've come is when you'll realize that life is not all about sex. Hmm. I don't know, like this was said by a nigger. And I am going to say this, not just to every other nigger out there, but also to myself sometimes because I feel like this is a problem that so many guys have been going through that barely ever gets mentioned. There's more to life than sex. And I'm going to repeat that again. There's more to life than sex. Because when you when you actually feel it as a guy, because this is something that I'm going to express as a guy because I've not been a woman so I wouldn't know. With a guy, whenever you're chasing it, it's like it's the only thing you want. It's like an end point that you're going towards. And the minute you not, the minute you finish in that babe and you feel like you're done, it's like that's when all of a sudden there's nothing. It's like there's this blank space of like, oh, okay, now what next? Because a lot of people have prioritized sex and it's made them lose priority of a lot of other things because a ton of guys will rather chase a shorty rather than chase a check. I'm not saying that it's it's something that every guy does, but some people have done that. 
some people will think of this an entire statement of money over bitches and no disrespect to women but they will take that and they'll flip it and they'll do the exact opposite because it's it's like it's easier to chase pum pum oh no oh no it's not it's one of those things that people need to be told and hell i do a podcast that talks quite a bit about sex but even i need to come out time and time again and say it straight there needs to be more to life than just banging there needs to be more to life than just chasing shorties and just chasing the pum pum than just chasing 7 seconds of a pure orgasm because yes it's statistically proven that a man's orgasm does not last more than 7 seconds while a woman's can last between 20 and 30 seconds if it's really really good so yeah as guys i think that we need to start chasing more than just the pussy and start trying to make a bit more value for ourselves as people as much as we might chase the pussy as well or at least if we are chasing the pussy then let's chase it but as a secondary thing as opposed to making it a top priority in our books especially for those of us that are grown enough and should be chasing a bag i mean because we're mostly over the age of 18 anyways y'all can hit me up on the ig handle at breaktime on website on twitter you can hit me up at bagaka the d i want to know your thoughts on this whole life isn't all about sex because i don't know it hit me a certain way from me to you i will see you guys later take care and it's like when you actually sit down and you think about this old sex thing like after you've nutted as a guy it's like uh, i don't even want that ass no more like that ass ain't even shit why the hell do niggas even look at a ass you know damn like fine shorty is fine and shit but uh damn i'm hungry i need to get myself some food and all of a sudden you're like wait why the fuck didn't i consider the fact that i was hungry before